Hey, I'm Dina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that for all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Uppy, uppy. Uppy, everybody. Uppy, uppy, uppy. My name is Allie and I'm from Pennsylvania and welcome to One Funny Morning with our fabulous host, Dina Blizzard. Now everyone, get to your homework. That was adorable, Allie. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday, so I'm late and I'm still tired from the show on Wednesday. So how is everybody? It's good news. It's Friday. <laughs> Does anybody just now that's homework I can handle. Malinay, good morning. Lulu, you come to work? Um, for whatever reason, I'm moving very slow this Friday. Um, I'm very tired. Can we all just take a second? Just, mm-hmm. I know. Good morning from New Mexico. Good morning, Norma. Keep it. Oh. All is good under the hood. What does that mean, Bob? I mean, you're feeling good. Pits with a person? Howdy again from Texas. Day eight with the in-laws while RVing is in the shop. We need to really hurry up and get it fixed. <laughs> I tell you, like moving... Or like that middle time between we used to live here and now we live here. Not fun. Not fun. Good morning from Chile, Kentucky. It's a beautiful morning. Lulu, coming to work? Just so I give a little perspective as to why I'm late. Um, all the dogs got baths this morning. Come here. Show everybody your new haircut. See. Come here. Hey. Come on. Come to work. Good morning, Gary. Thanks for the follow on the TikTok. Oh, look who smells good. I'm headed to Dallas for a conference today. That sounds yummy. You know who's yummy? A clean smelling dog. Oh, I want to cuddle with you all day. She's like, okay, girl. I booked my European United Kingdom trip yesterday. Squeal. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I did have to walk to work today, Bob. Thank you for pointing that out. So it was a long day. Good morning, TikTok. How is everybody? It's Friday. This is a morning show. We're here every day. You're like, why are you here? Nobody knows. But I have this dog with me, and I think that she is. Now, how many times have I been to? Yeah, exactly. Oh, no meat Friday. It's Lent. For anybody that's doing the Lent, I've already eaten tons of sugar because I forgot. I feel like when Lent starts, somebody's just got to walk around and be like, remember you gave that up? Like, Why did I give that up? Why did I give up everything that's yummy? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lou, 
I just go to physical therapy. They wanted me to go downstairs, but then no one, I think I need to watch my one funny morning show. Jagger, thanks for the follow. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, Shakendra. That, that chocolate that I eat was to make a point. So that was different. Is anybody already broken all their Lenten promises and just keeps making up reasons? Uh-huh. No, well, that doesn't count because that wasn't feeling good. It was medicinal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pizza bagels tonight. So we're all going to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marsha, I'm sorry to hear about your father-in-law. It was God's chocolate. I was trying to make a point with Missy. That's all. So it didn't count. Um, all right. So it's always fun on Friday to check out uh, some of the articles that I've put to the side for the week. Let me find them. Um, do, 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 do. One funny morning. Oh, we already did that one. Some of them are really funny. Okay, here we go. What's this one? All right, here we go. This will be a good one. Coming in hot. It's Friday, coming in hot. Okay, here we go. I don't know how many people, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just when I'm doing stand-up. But people will say that, um, I don't know, people will be like, you know, you're really funny. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then they'll say, you know, it's just that you come across a little aggressive on stage. That's always nice to hear. Um, or people will say you're kind of intimidating. I'm like, I don't think I am. So has anybody here? I'm not asking the men because I think all men. Are <laughs> Except for Jim Wagner when he knocks over old people. No, I can't say that. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that I just think they have like a bigger presence. Am I saying it right? Either way. Has anybody ever been told um, that they are intimidating? Yeah, Diane's like, I've never been intimidated. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Tanya, I don't see it. Maybe there's something about seeing like, like being on stage and uh, a, in a Woman, I don't know. Maybe that's unusual. I don't think it is. I was like, I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. No, but I have a wicked RBF. Mm-hmm. Yes, always. My facial expressions, not me. I'm wimpy. I've been told that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the farthest but from it. Laura's been called intimidating and everything else, but she's a police officer. Yeah. Maybe it's just by way of certain occupations. The dog's name is Lulu, specifically Lulu Pecorino Thunder Mac. Cause one time she took a whole thing of Pecorino cheese and ate it. And we think she's Italian. We can't confirm. Right. Um, yeah, no, but I've been told that I'm exceptionally cranky old hag. Well, there's that. All right, so this article says 13 signs that your personality may be intimidating to people. So here's the question. Kelly's like, what's the question? The question is, what do you think 
some of the signs could be that would make people feel intimidated? And do you have them? Now, a number of people have mentioned RBF, which is resting bitch face. Um, I'm only 4'11", and people are intimidated, said Amber. I was going to say, I think height, but it says 13. Let me read it again. 13 signs your personality may be intimidating to people. Confidence. Rosanna and Curly Top both said. Mm-hmm. Jen said, confidence. She's from Jersey. Talking loud. Mm-hmm. Strong opinions. Mm. No smiling. Posture. Mm-hmm. I'm just about 5'10". I feel people are intimidated. I think that I'm 5'10 too, Crystal, and I do. I feel like a lot of times I do. I hang back. Being straightforward, honesty and boundaries, independence. Mm-hmm. The, the first, yes, the first time I met you, you said I look like a badass. I'm just a big teddy bear. When I worked in detox, everyone was intimidated by me. I said that to you, Brenda. Probably because I thought you were so cool. Like see, people who seem like really cool, you know, like they have like a cool outfit. I'm like, oh, they cool. They got it. Mm-hmm. When you see someone over your reading glasses while giving them the look, and you're like, like that? I, I don't read. So stubbornness, tone of voice. I think I'm too much of a tomboy, and a lot of men find that intimidating. Yeah. Being bossy. I got 100 people at Disneyland to turn around and go the other way. I don't work there. <laughs> being blunt, being direct, I would agree. I'm HR. People think I'm going to tell people to not break the rules. Mm-hmm. Unapproachable, unapproachability. Yes, I have because I'm a confident single woman that's never had to rely on someone and I'm 5'10". See, Elizabeth, that's weird. Mm-hmm. When you sit with your back to the camera, uh, someone is very intimidating. She was like, I'll turn around when I'm ready to turn around. Let's go. We're, we, we may very well soon do the show from back there to just get her to face the camera. We'll switch sides. She did. She, it's so funny. Cause I, I, I think she's being a little sideways, but she, when I switched the camera the one day, so you guys could see the uh, snow falling out the window, she was facing this way and she's just watching the window. She got my six. She can't not be at work. That's why she's like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a loud talker with RBF. People that are old love me though, because they can't see or hear well. Yeah. I'm like, what's up? I will yell at an old person because of the same thing. I'm always like talking loud to Diana. She can't hear a word I say. Um, or she's ignoring me. One of the two. She's real smooth about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So here it is. Let's go to number one. Now, out of the 13, pick your number. We don't know what they are, but they say there are 11 signs your personality may be intimidating. I'm going to say I have at least seven. Only because a lot of people have told me this. And I'm from New Jersey, and I don't, I don't really care. Who's out there? <coughs> Dean, do you think I'm intimidating? Uh, not, to me, but not to Dean, he said. 
Do you, I, do you think you're intimidating? No. You're adorable, Dean. I don't think I'm intimidating anyone. The other day. When you don't brush your teeth, very intimidating. The other day, I was at work. Um, we were all, me and my coworkers were talking about like, like uh, things we were scared of. Mm-hmm. And I asked somebody, I was like, you guys scared of me? And they're, they literally didn't even hesitate. They're like, no. <laughs> I was like, you're not, you're not scared of me. <laughs> and they're like, no. And then they were like, are you scared of me? I was like, I am now. I'm afraid of everybody. <laughs> He's a deanable. Say Chris Bassett. See what he did there. He's a deanable. All right, here we go. All right. Um, I'll see maybe a five. A couple people said eight. Somebody said zero. You don't think you're intimidating at all. There's nothing about you. I find that hard to believe. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Number one. You don't do small talk, which can feel intimidating to some people. I will small talk anybody. I don't have that one. Somebody write that down. Small talk. Do some people not do small talk? It depends on my mood, too. Like, if I'm already done the time I walk in, I'm just like. But I have an internal monologue that is. Always going. Mm-hmm. The internal monologue? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand that. I have full conversations in here, fights that I lose, just everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you met me? Said Tammy. You're not intimidating, Tammy. All right. So I do small. You're a problem solver. See? Number one. I think people think about it because of my height. And so I, and I definitely, also, I definitely have a furrowed brow. Yeah, the furrowed brow. I love chatting up strangers. I could small talk $5. I know. Yeah. No. So I have one so far because I, I have a lot of solutions to problems that you didn't ask me about. I'm like, you know what you should do. Do you ever have to check yourself when you're in the middle of explaining what people should do and then you realize nobody asked you? And then you're like, wait a minute, I don't think anybody asked my opinion. I really tried to learn to keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. I intimidate myself. Basically, if you're a leader, you're intimidating. That's what I'm hearing. So I have one. You have big goals. Well, okay. I might have more than seven. Um, yeah, I don't know. This just seems like people who are independent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have a feeling this article is going to turn on us. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend gave me a carton of cigarettes for Valentine's Day. Should I dump him? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, uh, no. Do it now. Call him right now. Like, I don't know who, What? Do you smoke? doesn't matter. You shouldn't be enabling. Nope. Get rid of them. See? This is why I'm intimidating. <laughs> I'm answering questions. On, dump them. Dump them. You don't need that in your life. But, well, okay. That's why people don't like you. <laughs> I have two. Here we go. You don't conform. Okay. Well, again. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Mateo. Uh, so I'm at three. Yeah, this feels like a, a man in a dirty basement wrote this. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. 
So um, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he bought you something you can buy at a gas station, dump him. That's fair. Why is your dog ignoring us? She got my six right now, the Connor. There's a window back there. She just she just waiting for a mailman or a squirrel come at me real aggressive and she go take him out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I have four. Um, I don't conform. You're assertive, which can be intimidating. All right, I have five. Um, I have five. Uh, what was number two? I don't know. Probably something you like to eat by yourself sometimes. I don't know, based on this. Mm-hmm. You're assertive. Oh, okay. I'll have that too. You're opinionated, which is intimidating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to change my number um, <laughs> to 12. So... Anybody else want to adjust their number now or we're not only at number five? Oh, yeah. I think I have five out of six. Mm-hmm. Have all those so far. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. You never make excuses and you don't accept them either. Six out of seven. Um, I mean, I'll make an excuse. It won't be a good one. Mm-hmm. These numbers have to be changed. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to double up to 12. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I adjust, I would need to go down from my original three. What? How do you women saying you're not opinionated? That's like 99% of our personality. Come on. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a zero. Now I have a four. Let's just not count them, said Shakendra. Was that because you were seven? <laughs> and we only own number six. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or took the long way to the vineyard and Santa. Yeah, duty Judy. I was like, what are we doing here? Why is this bus taking so long? Wait, they got bats? Huh? Yeah, Dean, they got bats. Mm. I wonder how that happened. I was twenty minutes late for work because I had to give the dog bats because now you're taking trash with you. you Every day you have to take where'd trash you, out. You, did you take him somewhere? No, Dean, I took them to the bathroom. Our bathroom? Or your bathroom? Does it matter? Well... Here's what's important. You didn't do it, and the trash is still over the house. You need to take that trash out because it's going to smell and get all of the recycling. And you have to build this into your schedule. You, every day you can't say, oh, I don't have time, I have to go to work. It should be built into your schedule. <laughs> it's a memorial to Lulu. Somebody said this table here looks like a memorial to Lulu. <laughs> She right here, she fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I asked him like four times yesterday to wash the dogs. And he didn't. Busy. No, you weren't. I was. What do you mean no I was? You wasn't? weren't. How was I not busy? Because you were sitting on a couch. That doesn't not mean I'm busy. Have we seen you lay on the couch? Yeah, technically all the bathrooms are your mom. Yeah, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I have found peace and just trash. not asking anymore. What? Yeah, this trash can's done. You think the trash can's done? Yeah, I think the trash can's done. The trash can doesn't stink. It's the trash in the trash can that stinks. No, because it was out yesterday and it still, it still smelled bad. It's because I put trash in it. 
That's how trash works. No, it just still the smell still lingered. The, the same smell. It's trash. The same smell that we Did, saw yesterday. Have you smelled trash? Trash smells like trash. All right, I'm not gonna play your weird game. <laughs> my weird. It's my game. Called what does trash? What are you eating, Elizabeth? I'm eating cornflakes because I gave up sugar and now I hate myself. And I think you're going to notice a tone <laughs> this first week of Lent as I give up sugar. Because it's, it's not good. It's not. My body doesn't want this. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's go. Let's see what number we can get Shakendra up to. Number eight. You don't let fear control you. I'm going to lose a lot of people here. <laughs> I don't know. Who doesn't let fear control them? Everybody. Everybody's ruled by fear. This is everybody gets off this one. Is there somebody that can sit here and say, I'm not ruled by fear? I would like to meet you. I'm gonna give it a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you give up sugar, your number's definitely above a seven. <laughs> I'm gonna get real angry. Can you eat it again on Sunday during the I do, Judy? I do, I do break my Lenten promises, but it's only usually in the first few weeks because by like, I don't know, the 14th week of Easter. I know there's not that many, but it feels like it. I don't even crave sugar anymore. That's why I do it. Jasmine's like, I do things that scare me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid, yes, it's controlling, but have, I have feared to do things. No, I don't think that was the sentence, Curly Top. And I like that you tried and I tried to read it. But I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all going to get a pass on number eight. Congratulations. You're not going to score a, a solid 13. All right. Number nine. Oh, well. You're all back in. You are stubborn. Oh, okay. I dare somebody say that they're not going to take this number. Yeah, I'd say it. I'm not stubborn. Do you have a vagina? Okay. And. <laughs> You took this. Everybody got a pass on the last one. You're all in. Uh-huh. Everybody's stubborn about something. Hang your head on this one. Mm-hmm. Look at my face. Mm-hmm. I'm the most stubborn person on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I've done things that scare me, but not all the time. I don't think anybody can say all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can be a little stubborn now and then. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Jen was like, every woman is intimidating. I don't even know why we're bothering to do this. <laughs> That's Birdie. Birdie's up here. Bird, I'm almost positive you've stolen all of my socks. I have no socks. I'm looking None. None socks. The white ones? No, I have white socks. I'm looking for my boot socks. None. Gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know how not to wear it. Look at my socks, Mom. I only wear these. Okay, well, you're stealing those, too. It looks like those are mine. All mine. Those are, everything's mine. Okay. I'm ruled by my brother and sister-in-law. I was very anxious about finding a fault for their son's wedding. My nephew, but now I'm going to go do the gentle persuasion, and I'm still anxious. Oh, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. My therapist saw a guy with a jackhammer, and he said, it reminded him of me. That's stubborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got my ashes and I got a headache 30 minutes later and my mom said I'm a demon. 
The struggle is real. Girl, I'm going to buy the most ridiculous socks. So ugly that they won't wear them. Mom, I won't. I don't like those socks. Did you, did you like the new socks I got you? I wore them for a day. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are nice. They're nice. All right. I love you. Dean, why aren't you wearing your banana socks? Dean, they've been on the island. Everybody's like, what the fuck is a banana sock? <laughs> They're really good. They're really good. I'll, I'll tell you later. Um, okay, let's get back to why we're all stubborn. All right, this is number nine. Everybody's stubborn. Don't even bother trying to pretend you're not. Number 10. Okay. Okay. You know what? Everybody just take your 11 points and you're all intimidated. Just call it. Here it is. You're intimidated if you never get envious, which often feels intimidating. Who's going to sit here and say that they never get envious? Everybody does. Everybody. How are you going to... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am not stubborn. That's what Chris Bash just wrote in gigantic letters, which means he's stubborn. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Who writes these articles? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How is envy into None of this one doesn't even make sense. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. 11. You always want to learn more. Okay. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. If I want to learn, have an opinion, be stubborn, stand up for what I believe in, <laughs> give my opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now I think I know why people are like, you're a little bit stubborn. You're a little bit intimidating. Because I want to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanting to not be ignorant. Very intimidating. Oh, you want to educate yourself. You know what? This is just like you. <laughs> it's a shim-sham, Tanya. Yeah. Crazy. This was written by a man out of a dirty basement. Girl. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. That's number 11. Okay. <laughs> Listen, just take your 12. You had a pass on one. Number 12. You are quick to read others. You mean judgmental? Is that what you mean? Because then yes. And you all can take this one too. Who is not... Whether you come out and you say it out loud or you just holding it, you know, when you meet somebody and there's a very, Missy calls it a very reptilian part of the back of your brain. And you just feel it and you'll hold it for a second and you'll be like, I think I don't like you. Yeah. It's called women's intuition. I think I don't like you, but I'm not going to say I don't like you. I'm going to give it a minute. I mean, I already, it's in here. I'm just trying to see what kind of crazy you're going to put. And then I'm okay. I was right. Like that. 
I know those weren't complete sentences, but did you get what I was laying down? I hardly ever, like, don't like someone, but if I do... It's right back here. It's in the no, reptilian no. part. I will be like, <laughs> very passive. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm not. I like to say people like, I don't think we have the same vibe. That's If I ever say we don't have the same vibe, that is essentially me giving you the finger. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. I've said it to Jacqueline a number of times. <laughs> you and I are not vibing right now, and I need you to get away from me like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're picking it up. Mm-hmm. Angie's like, all right. So I'm. I said I was a, a zero. Not even close. I'm a twelve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My husband calls me stuck up. This is a test to find out if you're an intimidating person. You are. Don't worry about it. You're your mother's daughter. You can't get away from it. Sorry, it's genetic. You can just blame your mother. Mm hmm. And here we go. 12. Why is he talking? Why is he talking? Because he decided to go into somebody's trash today and go through it and bring it all over the house. So now he's attached you're to it. Number 13. Oh, this reeks of intimidation. You know what it says? You select friends carefully. I think everyone does. I'll be friends with anybody. But how does that make you intimidating? I don't like you. I don't like you. You can stay. I don't like you. You brought candy. You can stay. What? What? Kelly's like, I got a 13. Yeah. I think if you got a high score on this, congratulations. You are uh, killing it. As a as a lady, I know you're doing it. Congratulations! <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous. I think the higher your number, the better you should feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because of boundaries. Is that what you mean? You mean that I'm educated. I got boundaries, opinions. I want to better myself. Always trying to work on myself. You mean that? That's intimidating. Cool. I'll take it. Joey's like, I'm a 52, I win. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what makes me so crazy is that to me, that list, if you said what, what 13 things would you say describes a strong woman? Let's go through it again here. And then, and then tell me your number. If I change the title, you don't do small talk. Yeah, you don't need to. I don't need to. We have friends. We're not friends. Okay, cool. Let's go get something to drink. You're a problem solver. You have big goals. You don't conform. You're assertive. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going. You're opinionated. You don't make excuses for yourself or anyone else. You don't let fear control you. You're stubborn. You don't get envious. You're just doing your thing. You always want to learn more. You're quick to read people because you're smart. And you select your friends carefully. And you know what? These are the attributes of a strong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If you didn't get a 13, at least a 10, we're not even friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's hilarious. I bet somewhere there's an article out there that just changed the title. Like, here's how you know if you're, if you're killing it. Yeah, how to be a bitch boss is what it should be called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. This article was written by someone who's envious of strong-willed people. I can't. And you know what's so funny, though, is what I think's missing is that I feel like 
we're going to call this the strong woman list. I feel like women who are strong women um, don't look at these attributes as bad things. We look for these things in other strong women. And we're just like, you know what? I don't have to feel intimidated by you. I can appreciate girl. You do. You. I don't have to listen. All my friends, we don't agree on everything, but I respect that they have a different opinion and Hey, you do you. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. You have an opinion. I don't have to agree with it. Hey, my life. I got mine over here. I decorated a, a Valentine's tree and it's going to turn into a thing tree, whatever, whatever. I just love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Now I want to go yell at somebody. Girl. All right. Let's see. Let's find another one. This this one was a little bit of silliness. All right. Eight things we made from scratch. Already covered it. We already covered the naked man. What's this one? Hold on. Oh, 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 this was a good one. This is a good one. This this will help. <laughs> For all those ladies that got too much to say, here we go. All right, so this was an article, and it said, um, use this three-word response when someone is rude to you, says Harvard-trained etiquette expert. So my question to you is, what do you think the three words are? <laughs> I have not read this article, so I don't know what the three words are. Is that so? Hmm. What do you think the three words that you should use? This use this three-word response when someone is rude to you. Go F off. F you. Bless your heart. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Bless your heart. Say that again. <laughs> Say what? That's two. Mm-hmm. Don't try me. Uh-huh. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Whatever you say. Oh, another one. You do you. Back off, Jack. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Oh, classic. Bless your heart. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Repeat that, please. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves you. Uh huh. Everybody got it. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Not today, Satan. Mr. Grumpy Gills. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Girl, wrong one. Wrong one. Thanks for sharing. Mm hmm. Excuse me. That was enlightening. These are all great. I don't think Harvard said any of this, but. You say what? Yeah. I feel like that's what I, yeah, that's what I comes up. You say what? What's the, what's the what? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Say that again. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see what the Harvard trained etiquette expert says. When a friend makes a joke at your expense or lobs a playful insult, it can be hard to know how to perceive. Acting as if the comment didn't offend you, you could invite more of the like, but refuting it might result in a conflict or at least discomfort. In situations like this, Sarah, who's a trained expert from Harvard University, she's the founder of Sarita, a finishing school. 
I'm the star of Mind Your Matters, a Netflix show to teach students how to blah, blah, blah. Okay. If you find yourself, there's a, you can counter it with kindness in class with just one question. And the question is, are you okay? If it were a friend who said something mean to you, I usually look up and say, are you okay? Those three words can signal that even if you don't take the comment personally, you really didn't appreciate it. Just as important as contact is tone. When you say, are you okay? Don't be sharp or short. Okay. This is not possible. I'm not being, I'm not being offensive back. She says I'm coming from a place of care. And that usually puts the other person in check. Oftentimes I feel like when people are rude, the best thing is to just not say anything. She says, let everyone wallow and let them wallow in their misbehavior. Regardless of who is making the negative comment, remember to not let it control your mood. The greatest power is showing that the other person doesn't have that power over you. Hmm. Somebody did say that. Are you okay? Hmm. I don't know. Are you okay? I don't know. Does that work? Has anybody tried it? Can we get an example? Um, let's see. Uh, somebody comes up to you. It's like, girl, you getting a little big. I don't think I would say, are you okay? <laughs> I'd be like, what did you just say to me? See, I couldn't. I'm not. I'd be like, what? What did you? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Are you okay? I don't care if you're okay. Why are you talking to me like that? See, this doesn't work in New Jersey. I bet you said what? What? Yeah, just that's what I mean. Not supposed to say it. I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> I can't say it with joy in my, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, what did you say to me? Yeah, no. It works with a narcissist, preventing, prevent starting an argument with them, which is what they wanted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You may say that after you, uh, after you black their eyes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does not work anywhere. Hold my hoops. <laughs> that was another three words. What is that? What did you say to me? No, go ahead. Say it again. What was that? You okay? <laughs> You're not going to be. Like that. Like that. Yeah. But <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? It makes me even angrier. Now I get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. Don't respond to narcissists. They will totally turn, turn totally crazy on their own with no reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I once had a co-worker ask me if I was with child or if I was just getting fat. (laughs) No, that wouldn't go well. So there's that. Man, I don't know, Harvard. I can think of a couple other articles I'd like to... Let's see... These articles have been, hmm. Okay, here we go. I did clip this one out too. 
All right. You're going to be like, Dina, what is up with it? This article better be better. I don't think it's going to be, but I am intrigued by it. Um, okay. So one of the things that I did here, that I don't want to know. I feel like everybody has this in their house. Are you ready? Everybody has this in their house. And it became a question on the Facebook. So how, raise your hand if you have uh, like a photo collage on your wall in your house. So like when I was going through everything and the divorce and starting over, I decided that I needed to um, be reminded and lean into uh, all the good times that I've had with my family and just see. So I made a picture wall. It's on the other side of this wall. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, so everybody, right? No photo collage at our house at Jaws. Asked if I or when I looked up and shoved a cookie in my mouth and stared while I chewed at them. Good job. The mixed tiles, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So is decorating, and this isn't just on the wall. This is family photos in general. It said, is decorating with family photos tacky? I was like, what? Mm Mm-hmm. The article, it says, is decorating with family. So it's not even just on your wall, I think. I think it's just family photos. So let's read the article. Here we go. Interior designer says that having family photo shrines in the house is in poor taste. What? A Utah-based interior diner has caused debate after she urged people to use caution when displaying family photos in the home. It started a debate over whether a home should be decorated for visitors or for the family itself. And if having a shrine dedicated to family members is tasteful. She says that you should never display personal photos in the living room. What? So family photos can become a problem when they become what I refer to as a shrine. She shared an example of her life to make a case why family photos should be hung judiciously. I got married when I was 21, she shared. We were both in school, broke. We had $50 to buy a couch. So imagine what type of couch it was. We went on to decorate our first apartment and lo and behold, there's no money. So we do what most newlyweds do. We use our wedding photos because they're cute and we're in love and we just had our wedding day. Everything in our apartment was photos. It also happens if you have a baby and you happen to take baby and it's a shrine to one kid. They just can't be on every wall with one subject. We need to mix it up. There needs to be a mirror in the space. The poster bothered many who love hanging pictures of their family around the house. The house is for us, not company. So I guess that's the question. When you decorated your house, did you decorate your house for you or for company? I know. You did read this article? It's weird. I don't know. I don't know what the hell this is. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is who we are today. They both got baths and they're like, you know what? Let's take a good 20 minutes 
and let me slobber all over your body. And then you slobber all over my body. And that would make us smell a lot better. Mm. If company, I love when people have photos on the wall, you know, like, or just everywhere. I feel like you get a sense, like if people, like if everybody's, do you ever walk into somebody's house and it's decorated? It makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Or like when you walk into somebody's house and it's like a white house. Have you ever walked into somebody's house? And then it's like, they have like a white couch and white rug and like white tables. Where do the people live? Like, this is our house. I'm like, you don't have any kids? Like, we have four kids. I'm like, this is, I would hate to live here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Girl, you would be comfortable with me. I got none of that. Yeah, I can't do bougie. Mm-hmm. No. People are like, oh, why can't we have a beautiful house like those people? So I'm going to tell you something. Based on how pretty their house is, there's no fun there. Uh-huh. Yeah, where'd you hide your children? Mm-mm. White shred carpet in the kitchen. Mm-mm. Yeah. My sister has a whole room that you can't even look at. White couch and all. Two kids. No, those kids are very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah, Lorene, that's what I say. I don't need that. Mm-mm. <laughs> my kitchen floor is so nice. I have blue construction tape holding down my tiles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so long, it was sit on the plastic, not on the couch. My grandmom had plastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you come to my house, you have to understand you're going to walk away wearing cat hair. Done. Mm-hmm. I do have pictures in my bay window. Kids and husbands and I as kids. All same brass vintage base uh, frames. I like it. My husband has frames all over his office. Looks like a shrine. Mm-hmm. My outdoor shed we built last summer is nicer than my house. Mm-hmm. Don't eat up. Don't roll around the floor. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Can you imagine being at somebody's house that has like a white carpet white and then like you want some red wine I was like "Mm -hmm." I don't even want to come in your house okay here's my question and this is always so uncomfortable do you ever like go to somebody's house like they invite you over and then when you get there you see all the shoes at the door and you realize I think we're supposed to take our shoes but like I take my shoes off at my house And that means, like, I'm comfortable. Like, I'm about to, like, cozy up somewhere. I I just remember what we never, we were never people that took our shoes off when you go in the house. But apparently, there are people that do that. And they're like, just leave your shoes here. And you're like, 
What? And then you just, uh-huh. It always is, unless you are told when you walk that you haven't cleaned the floors and keep them on. No. Drop shoes at the door. Don't dare come with shoes. In Canada, everyone takes their shoes off always. What? Yeah. My neighbor's half Chinese and you don't leave your shoes on. Mm-hmm. We take our shoes off at home, but we tell visitors they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never walk in somebody's house in Canada. It's weird. I always take my shoes off at others' home unless they say no, but I love to be barefoot. Mm-mm. Really? That's a Canadian thing? Judy, I had shoes on at your house. Oh, I broke all the Canadian rules. What? Hi, Denise. Thanks, Dean. I'll take that. No shoes in my house, please. Really? When my dad passed, the gay couple across the street from my parents told the girls and their boyfriends they could sleep at their house. I told my girls, don't even breathe over there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would actually check it. It's gross. I know, Jody, but I feel weird. Oh, Judy, why didn't you say to me, Dina, this is our national tradition. When we came, when they came, that's so crazy. I didn't know. She didn't even say anything. Oh boy. No, it's weird. Um, I'm going to people these shoes, but no outdoor shoes. Really? I know. She's too nice. I intimidated her with my face. I know. Big old gnarly walking across the floor. Yeah. No shoes in my house. We have five dolls. Not really sure why I don't allow shoes. I mean, at that point, you're like, these these dogs are going to come in, but I can't bring my shoes on that I just bought from the DSW. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We think it's weird to wear shoes in the house. That's so funny. I also think it's an old people thing. I feel better with shoes on because I got the Bay of Feet. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely no shoes in the house. Uh-uh. House slippers. My sister's family will bring their house shoes to put on when they go somewhere. House shoes? Mm-mm. I didn't get the hint. No, Judy was, my misophonia is being tested. Sorry, Georgia. Oh, this will be the last one. Mm-hmm. My daughter says it's common manners to take them off. Hmm. Yeah. No shoes or you have to put on shoe covers. So. Mm-mm. What? All my people of distinction have house shoes when they come over. I didn't know. Nobody told me. Wow. That's so crazy. Yeah, blow my mind. There's like half of you here are no shoe people. I feel weird. 
I feel, listen, that'd be like, listen, guys, um, I'm just going to change it. Just one small thing. Um, we are a no bra house. So when you come in, no, your shoes can stay on. We just, I need you to take your bra off, leave it on the basket by the door. It's just something that we do here. It's just, it's just for, um, cleanliness. What? Please. Okay. We have a house bra for you that we can provide. So, yeah, we just have, we have a video of Kyle by the door just going, and then we take our bras off. <laughs> yeah. Noah breasts are allowed to be supported in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like me taking my shoes off is akin to me taking my bra off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're a no bra house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, you didn't see the sign at the front door. Just a picture of Kyle with, with just there's just a sign. It's a picture of a bra with a line through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all for a no bra house. I can't believe I can't breathe in here. Free to puppies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. I have house bionics, but I don't travel with them. I have a basket of slippers and socks that outfits don't have to be in their socks if it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Joey Joe. I'm offended by bras, and I'm going to need for you to take off. Unless it's a pretty one. And what size is it? Because I do need to upgrade. Like that. Mm-hmm. My my boyfriend's house is perfect at that. It's boring. I like to go and mess up the silverware drawer and work, walk on the floor with shoes. But when he annoys me. <laughs> my mom and stepdad have after parties and there's a bra tree in the den that all the ladies hang their bras on if they want. What? That's hilarious. <laughs> Diana, you're funny. Um, that's so funny. So, anyway, what were we talking about? What was the article about? Uh, we were talking about photos. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really care if people are comfortable. I mean, I want them to be comfortable in my house, but I'm not going to take my photos down. I love it. I feel like Judy, when I came to see you, I, you know, the, there was the shelf with all the dogs and then there was the shelf and that all the shelves. I just love, I was like, what's all this stuff? And oh, this is this, this is when I did this. I love it. Um, that's really funny. Anyway, um, Irene, I can't take my mouth off. Well, one, I can, but I have a prosthetic and awkward walk around without a shoe on. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Come on now. Mm-hmm. I love when, like, like she said, like when you get married and then you just put all your married photos on the wall, or you have a baby, you put your baby's photos on the wall. Or, like, you know, when they're a kid, they'll they'll get, like, 
a giant picture of the kid from their first Holy Communion or something. Um, and then next thing you know, they're 25. And you're like, your mom still has this picture of you. Like, I used to love going to my girlfriend's house. It's like around 21, 22. And you'd go to their house and there would be like an oil painting. Giant of them as like a five-year-old. I'm like, this is, are there no cameras since you were five? It's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. So... Good times, good times. No, Mr. Rogers, that's why he would change his shoes, Nancy. He would come in and he would take his outside shoes off and he put his inside shoes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a collage photo frame everywhere. Mm hmm. So um, the next tree will be a bra tree. It'll be fun. Just filled with bras. It's so funny. Um, so, oh, Bird, can you clean that bathroom? Because it's Friday. Mm hmm. My son was bringing over his new girl and I had to take down, hold on. I had to take down all the pictures of him and his ex-wife. Oh, Deb. Mm-hmm. My niece and her husband just had a baby five months ago. No personal photos in the house. All artwork. Millennials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of my parents had me sit for a portrait as a wedding gift. It was never hung on the wall. I have tons of photos of my kid. Each one is a memory. Mm -hmm. I am drinking plain water today. I know it's so gross because I ran out of lemonade. And I don't have a car. I'm just going to try to go after the show. I have Jeremy's car. I don't know if anybody saw the picture. I'll try to post the picture that he posted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We could do an October bra tray for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. People can send in bras. And then if, you've, if you have, uh, is in recover, recovering from or survivor of breast cancer, you could be like, hey, you got a, a 20, a, a 20, I don't know, it's 32C up here. I'll be like, oh, I got to shop the, I got to shop the tree. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. Oh my gosh. Carol, you don't even want to know about the car. I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. I finally made a decision. I made a decision. And the car that I want, the color that I want, is hard to get. So I found two places that had it. And, um, I talked to the guy. Well, they don't have it. It's it's en route from somewhere, from the sky, and then eventually the Lord drops the cars down. I don't know. So I said, all right, I'm going to get this car. So a couple days ago, the guy said, well, the car is due to come in sometime between now and next Wednesday. So um, 
you know, if you want to put, you have to put $2,000 down to hold the car and then we'll hold the car for you. It's a Lexus. We're going to hold the car for you. And then you can come see it when it comes in. Da, 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 da. Now it's like a lot. I, I get really overwhelmed by this whole process. So I'm like, I'm not coming there. I want you to write everything on a piece of paper. So I know exactly what I'm paying before I get there. I don't want to, I'm not going to do the thing. Why don't you come sit in this weird office that only has a table and a chair and not one picture or anything that's remotely interesting. And then we stare at each other and then you put some numbers and then you go, I don't know if my manager's going to do that. I can't. The whole thing is too much. It's too much. So I said, I'm on the phone. Explain it to me on the phone. If we can get to a place where I'm like, I understand everything. I understand. I understand. I'll do it. So I talked to the guy yesterday and, and this is me trying to like, I don't know if I could do this. It's a lot. The whole thing is a lot. He says everything. I said, I understand it. I got it. I said, all right. Well, I said, and it's going to be, here between now and next Wednesday, now and next Wednesday. I said, all right, then think I'm ready to do it. I said, uh, I, I said, I'm ready. I'm ready. To, I'll give you my $2,000 deposit. And he says, oh, well, we can't hold the car. And I said, like, what are you talking about? He goes, we can't hold the car. I mean, that's the thing uh, is that, you know, what if somebody else wants the car? I go, well, that was the point you said, you wanted two thousand dollars to hold the car, yeah. But we—I mean, are you are you a hundred percent going to buy the car? I don't know. That was the point. I, I need. I want to see the car. He goes, ma'am, ma'am. You understand that if you're not a hundred percent invested in this car, I can't hold it for you. What if somebody else comes along and they want to buy the car? I go, well, I put a hold on it, so they'd have to wait until I see it and make a decision. That's the whole point of the whole. He goes, ma'am, that's not good business. We can't do that. What if you are, have the hold, you get here, you decide you don't want it. Well, that person has gone out and bought something else. They're not buying from us. So, I mean, you understand that, you know, that's just not good business sense. I go, okay, cool. Well, you know what else isn't good business sense? Asking somebody to pay the ridiculous amount of money that you're asking for the car and then give you a hundred percent commitment you don't even have the car. You don't have it. So you want me to commit 100% to a car you don't have? I've never seen it. Can't touch it. You don't even have it. What if I go, oh, yeah, I'm 100% and you don't have it. You're going to pay me the car? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to give me all my money back plus the, all the money? Is that what you're going to do? He says, well, you'll have to. You understand. I go, I don't. Actually, I don't understand. I go, then why did Sid tell me two days ago that with the $2,000 deposit that you're going to hold it? He goes, I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to him about that. Oh, you have to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Shim sham. He says, all right. Uh, he says, what are you going to do? I go, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. So I'm going to go. He goes, well, I can call you with updates. I was like, Whatever. So I called another place that I found in Maryland, has the, the car also cut. They're all delayed. It's not going to come it's between now and March 8th. He said, it'll come between there and there. That's another two weeks. And I was just like, I don't even care. I'm never buying from this other place. Never. 
What are those three words again? Oh, I got three words for you. Yeah. And they're not, are you okay? Those are not the words. So I call the place in Maryland. I go, you have this car coming? Yeah. It's going to be between now and February 8th. I go, okay, can I put a hold on it? Yeah, absolutely. It could just, um, we'll get to need $2,000. I go, okay. I said, can you do me a favor? Send me the, send me all the info in an email. Never heard from him. And now I'm going to buy a Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not today, Satan. And I was just like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Molina, do you work at a car dealership? At this point, I'm just, I'm done. Uh-huh. What's wrong with you? Yeah. You don't even, the emotional torture that goes into buying a car is too much. It's crazy. Sarah, I just, I'm just, it sounds like the same kind of fun I'm finding with homeowners. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not a cheap car. Yeah. Oh, that was for Shikandra. Mm-hmm. No, it was new, Kyle. It was new. What? Because here's the problem. And this is what I'm so frustrated about. I have never bought new cars. I don't see a point. There's no point. But at this point, used cars are so, they're only, it's like a $4,000 difference. It's a $4,000 difference. And you're like, why would I do that? Just for the warranty alone. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. And I just want to get my car back. And just drive it or use it like a skateboard. Just have one foot. I know. I know new cars lose much money as soon as you drive away. I understand that, Junkers, why I never buy them. But at this point, it just doesn't make sense. The used cars are costing so much money. Mm-mm. Yeah. Try and that person like the same cars. You better make a decision. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pop holes in the floor. I'm telling you. I didn't get rid of it yet. It's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. So what do you buy? Nothing, Patty. Now I look at every weekend and I think to my, you know, I started my class last night. I started my book class, which I love. And I need to be able to be a person that sits down and writes so I can get the most out of this class. And I thought, well, maybe without a car and I can't go anywhere, I'll just sit around and and write all day. Maybe this is what God wanted. I'll just, I'll just be, I won't go anywhere. Yeah. No, no, I, nobody has my money. Nobody has any money, any money of mine. At this point, me buying a car is the kind of situation where you're like, you have to pull this money out of my cold, dead hands. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. We were able to put a hold on our car and end up buying a different one than, that came in. Yeah. I've looked at everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even afford the lemon in this. I I can't even get to the store to get the lemonade. I was like, ugh, I've hit the bottom of the barrel and I'm drinking water. 
All of the fun things in life are over. Like, listen, if Dina drinking water, you know she on hard times. It doesn't even have a tinge of yellow. Mm-hmm. Sebastian, I love, I'm just, I'm just saying, do you remember, okay, do you remember when, like, Subaru, Toyota, Honda, all good cars, love all of them, when you could get them, you know, entry level 20,000, fancy ones, 30, mid 30s, now, 50s, high 40s, 50s, I'm like, it's a Honda. What is happening? And mind you, these are all because I'm looking at the stupid plug-in hybrids. Because I'm like, I'm going to save some money. I'm just making myself crazy. Mm-hmm. Extended warranty for the life of the loan. Maybe that's it, Allison. I don't know. Kyle, I have looked at cars literally. You know how, you know when you, it's like a dating app. It's like you start looking in a certain area. You're like, I don't like anything in this area. So you start looking at further. You're like, I can drive. I can, I can go to Maryland to get a car. And then eventually you're just like, search the whole country. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to fly to Colorado. I'll meet Kyle there. And then he and I will drive cross country as we slowly drive my car back to New Jersey where I will live forever. Same thing that happens on dating apps in case you were wondering. <laughs> you start looking on a dating app, you're like, you're like, I think I have scrolled through every available person in the tri-state area. You're like, let's widen the search. You're like, I could date somebody in Iowa. Why? Why is that so hard? I have thought about a regular hybrid, Robin, but here's the thing. A regular hybrid, you're going to get like 36 miles per gallon. Do you ask me how many miles per gallon the Lexus hybrid gets? Ask me. You want to take a guess? Because here's the thing. I can't afford a hybrid and gas. In my mind, I'm saying I'm going to put a little bit more money out. But I, what I'm not spending in gas money, I'm putting towards this payment. And then this payment will be definitive. And then eventually, uh, I don't have a payment anymore. And I don't gas either. Mm-hmm. Guess how many miles per gallon? Oh, I'm all over Carvana. Everybody says they love Carvana. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mooney's like, I'll fly with you and drive back. Thank you, Moon. I'll start looking to Texas right now. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle, I looked. I spend anywhere between $150 and $200 a month on gas. And now I'll spend like $60, maybe $100. So I'm going to save $100 a month. But so I have an extra $100 to play with. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Girl, you don't want me driving back. Ask Jody and Joe and Joey. I know. And then you have to look at the interest rates. Then you have to look at like, well, um, you know, what is this? What about this? That would be nice. Get a car in Nashville. Oh, I'm 
everybody's showing up for work because I'm late. Um, yeah, I know, Mandy. Well, it depends if I have work or something. All right, I got to go. Stop it. It's just Chris. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah, but Christina, they said on average, it's about $60 a month for a hybrid. Ah, oh, the VNC is here. Sorry. No, that's all right. I'm late today, so hi, I got to go. Everybody. She said hi. And it was like, where's the VNC been? We haven't seen her. Here she is. Um, all right. So that's it, everybody. Um, they do have an electric car, but I can't go full electric because I drive late at night and I don't want to get stuck somewhere. So, um... So that's it, everybody. So we'll see what happens over the weekend. But uh, thanks for watching this Friday. And uh, like Judy from Saskatoon says, do something nice for yourself or others. Hope you have a great weekend. Can't wait to hear all about it. Um, so have a great weekend and a blessed weekend. Look forward to seeing you next week. Two shows next week. Three shows next week. A uh, whole bunch of other fun stuff. So uh, lots of things happening. But thanks for watching. As always, I look forward to seeing you on Monday morning. All right. I'll see you. Bye. Hey, guys. If you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is tapping. And check out OneFunnyMotherStore.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning.